it's your man, Jay Boogie, from the jgraysreport.com. Welcome to the Jay Gray's Report podcast, presented by Wingstop Shelby Street at 7711 South Shelby Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, just north of the Greenwood Park Mall on the south side of town. Now, you in the Saturday morning drive, y'all know how we get it in. We talk about all the foolishness that's going on in sports, a lot of the hot topics from the week. So we get in the ride, ride through the hood, talk a little bit about what's going on. Now, the big topic is everybody this week in the barbershops, social media, everybody's hollering and talking about LeVar Ball and the Ball brothers. Obviously, uh, LiAngelo signed an Exhibit 10 contract with the Detroit Pistons. Now, what a lot of people don't understand is this is something new, a new situation that the collective bargaining agreement uh, added. And it basically, it's a, it's a non-guaranteed contract where the player is guaranteed an invite to training camp. And they guaranteed an opportunity to try out for the team. No guarantees in money. If they get waived or cut, then they have to go and play in the G League affiliate to get the fifty thousand up to a fifty thousand dollar bonus. But you got to play at least what six or seven games uh, with the G League affiliate in order to get the money, or something crazy like that. So it's no guarantee in that, but the fact that he made it to the league is outstanding, right? So everybody's talking. Oh, Levar Ball got three cats to the NBA. And he did. You got to give LeVar Ball crazy props off the top for being a father that spent the time with his children, nurturing their game and helping them develop uh, the DNA that they have been blessed with to get to the league. But let's slow down a little bit and give LeVar Ball all the credit for the kids making it to the NBA. Because I've been covering the NBA for 10 years. Everybody in the NBA got the DNA to be in the NBA. People make the NBA because they had a DNA. LeVar Ball hadn't done any more than any other father raising their kids in the gym at AAU and, 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 and teaching and, and coaching, etc. Than, than most other fathers that do the same thing. And then how do you explain all the kids that made it to the NBA didn't have a father? So we're going to give LeVar Paul his props for being an engaged father because we need more engaged fathers, but we can't get done all the credit for the, for the kids making it to the NBA because you got to have a DNA to get to the NBA. See, there's, a, there's something that I learned in covering the NBA a long time ago. Some of the old timers told me this in the league. <clears throat> he said, DNA gets you to the league. Work as it keeps you in the league. Right? So you ain't getting to the league unless you have a DNA. There's, there's fathers out there that spent the same amount of time with their kid in the gym that he did with LiAngelo, LaMelo, and Lonzo. Only difference is this other man's kid is 5'7". And can't jump out the gym. Don't have soft hands. 
He, he, he didn't naturally didn't have kids because you can't teach a kid to be 6'5 and 6'6 and 6'7. You can't teach that. that that's going to come or it's not going to come. And that all comes in DNA. And then you had Cass. Oh, he got two kids in the, drafted in the top three. He had no control over whether those kids got drafted in the top three or the top 18. Because that all comes down to circumstance, depending upon what's available in the draft and who is on the clock to draft and what they what their needs are. So you can't say, well, LeVar created this recipe and this, this secret sauce that got this kid, got him a number two pick and a number three pick. He had no control over that. I, again, I'm not saying that he don't, he didn't do a great job of being involved. But there, and then people are like, well, he the only person, you know, name me other people that got key, three kids in the NBA or got multiple kids in the NBA. There are multiple families that have three kids in the NBA. The Anthony DeCoupos got three kids in the NBA. The Holidays got three kids in the NBA. Justin, Drew, and Aaron. Then you got the Plumley brothers. You got the Zeller brothers. They're, they're, they, this has happened before. Then you got then you got the the the, the Currys and you got the the Wilkins, uh, Dominique and, and Gerald played. Then you had Albert and Bernard King. I mean, you got multiple cats come out the same house. The the, the kids they got the DNA to get there. I mean, hey, when you think about Dominique. And Gerald, then Gerald's son made it to the NBA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same thing with the Currys. You had Steph and Seb, their old man. Dale played in the NBA. So when you got the DNA and you, you can stay out of trouble long enough and you can stay focused and go in the gym, but DNA gets you to the league. There is no secret sauce that LeVar Ball put together this magic potion in, in a basement somewhere. But see, he is going to tell you that because he's a loud mouth that, that, that will sell you um, a pipe dream, just like he was selling everybody. He was going to sell these big ball of brand shoes and not, and not be affiliated with Nike, Adidas, or Reebok. Impossible. I told you that when the dunce started talking. I'm like, this dude is crazy. You can't sell shoes and not be affiliated with either one of those brands from a distribution standpoint because they got it on lock. Nobody's letting you just walk in and, 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 and do what you want to do and, and they've already got it on lock. It's no different than the music industry. You, you, everybody that's got a label is affiliated with one of the six major distributed, d distribution companies, Warner, Sony, etc., to get the product moved because it's a lock on it. Come on, man. No different than being a promoter in a in, promoting concerts. There's always some major promoter, promotion house in certain areas and regions of the country. You got to go through them to get permission to do major events. If you don't, you're not going to do them. That's just the way it works. You can't just come in and bomb rush. And let's not, again, I'm going to take it to the streets. <laughs> All right. You got the major, the major dope dealer out there doing his thing. You can't just show up on his block and start selling without getting permission from him. That's just the way it works. So when he jumped out there talking about big ball of brand and he was going to sell all these shoes, everybody fell for the okie doke and some of you clowns gave him your money and still never got a pair of shoes.
<laughs> so now he's he's going to sell the fact that he got three boys in the NBA and he's going to start charging boys to train your kid knowing that either your kid got the NBA, got the uh, DNA or he don't. If he doesn't have the NBA, he's not going he got got the DNA, he's not going to the NBA. That's just the way it works. You know, that you can't take a kid that run a 11500 meters so you can send him to the best trainers in the world. And that done is not going to run a 9800 meters when he's done. Because he doesn't have the DNA to run a 9800 meters. Now, if you send him to him and he running a 10 flat 100 meters, he might get him down to a 99 or 985. And in and in and in a very real situation, he probably won't get him that far. You shaving milliseconds off your time, not 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 that much time, bro. You not you never go from running 11 to a nine because you got the best trainers in the world. You got to bring something to the table, and that's what the fact that Lavar was a Division One athlete, his his wife was a Division One athlete, the kids got the DNA, and they became even better athletes. That's all I'm trying to get you to understand. Now, I'm not hating on LeBar Ball. I'm trying to get you to understand that there is no secret formula and you can't train a kid to become an NBA player if he, unless he has DNA to be an NBA player. LeBar Ball had no control over whether the kid gets drafted number two, three, or 18. Because that all depends upon what's available, who's available to draft in the draft, what's what 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 the other teams have to choose from, and what their needs are. You have no control over that. So now let's move on to the next piece. Did y'all see on the news this week where a kid in Edinburgh, Texas, got ejected from a football game? The Dunn ran back out on the field without his helmet on and straight. Tackled the referee. Just because he's so mad that the ref ejected him from the game. That he ran back out on the field and tackled the dude. And then, again, watching social media and looking at the comments and listening to people talk. You'd be surprised at the reaction of some people. people some people like, well, I need to hear, I need to see what the, what the ref said to him. What difference does it make what the ref said to him? The ref, you saw what the ref said. The ref said so-and-so is ejected from the game and walked off. He's doing his job. The fact that you got a kid that got the that's bold enough and angry enough to run back out on the field and tackle a grown man tells you a whole lot about that situation. Tells you. He ain't afraid of nobody at home. Let's just put it on the table. See, when we was growing up, if you was afraid of somebody at home, certain things you just ain't going to do. Now, I've raised kids. I got grown kids. I know that kids, like my mama used to say all the time, will make you close your mouth. Because you don't know what a dad is going to do. They might do anything on you. 
But certain things, a kid, especially after they get to a certain age, know that if I do this, my old man going to kill me. My mama going to kill me. Big mama going to kill me. Not in the literal sense, but he going to get cussed out. You're going to get embarrassed. You're going you gonna to have some consequences you're going to have to deal with. <clears throat> There's going to be something waiting for you when you get to the crib. And you don't want to deal with that consequence. That's what being afraid of somebody at home means. But when you got no consequences at the crib, and you can just do what you want to do, when you want to do it, <clears throat> you pull stunts like this. Now I've seen where they charge the kid, which they should, and he should be suspended from school, and I believe that kid, he should get a second chance. I don't think he should play football again this year for that team. Because you forfeited your opportunity to play by acting a fool. And that is a consequence that you need to deal with so that as you get older, you don't make those kind of mistakes again. But the fact that the kid ran out there and had the nerve to do it means that, first of all, this ain't the first time he acted a fool. He didn't just jump out the birthday cake, run out there and tackle this man, and they ain't had no problems out of him uh, up to this point. You're not going to tell me that because that's one of those you, 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 you develop into that. You, you, you don't just start doing nothing like that. You don't just create no situation where you all of a sudden you this nice, perfect kid don't get in trouble. Then all of a sudden you run out there and just tackle a grown man in the middle of a game. Cause he wouldn't let you play again. That doesn't make sense. And people that make excuses for this, is the problem. And I will add this to it. This is, you run into this quite a bit now, where we got a lot of single mamas telling teenage boys that they the man of the house. Come on now. Tell, listen, you can't tell a teenage boy that he the man of the house because you ain't got no man in the house. Man of the house, and I don't care what age you are, you can be a grown, grown, fully grown in terms of age, man. If you ain't paying no bills, and you're not the provider, you ain't the man of the house. It's impossible to be the man of the house when you're not providing for the house. And if you a teenager still in high school, you ain't the man of the house. You don't only male living in the house, but you not the man of the house. Makes a difference. And so stop telling these kids that they the man of the house when all they do is eat and use the bathroom and sleep and play video games and don't have listen to the person that's taking care of them. You can't be the man of the house. And this type of attitude is the reason why you got kids that's uncontrollable when you get them out in the street, when you get them at school, and they're acting a fool, and they're talking back to the teachers, and they calling the teachers all kind of names and, and clowning, and then doing all kind of stuff out in the street. It's because somebody gave them the authority to be the authority in their mind that can't nobody tell them nothing. And that's why 
these mugs ending up in jail and, and on the street and doing nothing. Because parents stopped parenting a long time ago. Hold people accountable even when they act a fool because kids are going to act a fool on you. I know. I raise kids. They're going to act a fool on you. But you got to be able to hold them accountable. Hey, it's your man, Joe. Oh, you know what? Before I even get out of here, <clears throat> I saw where the Georgia AD is upset because of the all the postponements in the game. And all these coaches are mad because games are being postponed because they're getting, because um, of COVID-19 cases on the team and in the, in the uh, program. How you upset and frustrated when you authorize Duns to go out here and tackle, breathe on each other, run around and play the game of football, a physical game, and then they allowed to go back home into the dorms when you don't have control over where they go, who they see, who they come in contact with. You, How can you be frustrated? I said at the beginning of the, in the summer that it was irresponsible to play any sport during a pandemic. The NBA was able to get away with it because the NBA put everybody in a bubble and wouldn't let you in and out. Well, it's darn near impossible to have a bubble in college football. It's impossible to have a bubble in pro football because it's too many people. There's too many things, too many moving parts. With, foot, with basketball, you got 15 players, and you can, you can construct <clears throat> gymnasiums all throughout the hotel like they were doing in the um, – in the ballrooms in the hotel so they can practice, et cetera. So you can keep everybody housed in one spot. You kept a whole league housed in one area. You can't keep a whole league in college football or, 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 or pro football. You can't keep the whole league housed in one place. There's too many moving parts. Football fields 100, 100 yards long, 65 yards wide. You can't construct 15 football fields somewhere and have enough hotel rooms and a and, and a complex to keep everybody in the league in one spot. College football is 128 Division One schools. There's sometimes 10 to 14 teams in one conference with 100 players each team. You, you, it's impossible to do. So cats being frustrated about games being postponed sound like crazy men. Hey, but that's my thought. Hey, it's your man Jay, Jay Boogie. For the jgravesreport.com, you can hit me up on Twitter at jgravesreport so you can holler at your boy. And also remember that this segment is presented by Wingstop Shelby Street. That's 7711 South Shelby Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, just north of the Greenwood Park Mall. Holler at your man.